This is the Epilog Audio Experience. Quick disclaimer for a podcast, the SOS show, points discussed in this podcast should not be relied upon as conclusive medical advice in any case. The host shall not be a substitute for proper medical professional. You must seek professional help in case of any requirement. Thank you. In 2019, a boy came to Mumbai to become an actor. He was an engineer wanting to be in Bollywood. He was like so many people moving to the city of dreams with hope, with passion. In 2020, the pandemic raged. The boy went back to his hometown in Delhi. In April 2022, he died by suicide. I recently saw a post of this by his sister Neha on LinkedIn and my heart went out to her and the family. And I thought if she would like to share this heart-wrenching story with the SOS show community and I'm grateful she agreed. Hi Neha, welcome to our podcast, The SOS Show and thank you for being ready to share your story with us. It's a very delicate and heart-wrenching story and I'm so grateful that you agreed to be part of it and uh, share this story which is very not easy to share. So thank you so much. Hi Suchita, um, I think it's it's my pleasure to... uh to be here thank you for giving me a chance to tell my story uh the whole idea is that if i can save one brother and uh, none of the sisters should face what i'm facing so i'll be more than happy to share my story if it can save one brother somewhere that's the whole that's the whole idea of the podcast so we can reach to at least one person we can save one life out there who's listening to us neha read your um, post on mm-hmm. linkedin and it was such a heart touching post about your brother mm-hmm. whom you lost in april yeah. 2022 yeah. and your brother died by suicide yeah and uh, he was an engineer who wanted to be an actor and yeah. he had traveled from delhi to bombay to be an actor yeah. i think you mentioned that was the year 2017 or 2019 you had mentioned he went to mumbai in 2020 2020 i think that's when covid hit mm. so he's he, he was an engineer very passionate very hard working and a very lively guy if you would meet him you would not believe this mm. is how his story ended uh i mean his emotional question was i think much higher than any any person i know mm. uh he left his job in bangalore and he mm. came back saying that i want to be a actor and we were a middle class we are a middle class family and uh, we all supported as much as we can mm. to him and uh, he took his time like 8 to 10 years uh, and he was doing theater in delhi and finally he agreed that he's going to go to mumbai and that's where every you know actor has a dream to go go and do something so he went to mumbai that's when covid hit and he had to come back because maharashtra was completely closed so two years he was at in delhi and obviously in delhi also theaters were not working so he was completely homebound hmm. i think that's where uh, this all you know elevated a lot i think he was suffering from this hmm. uh, from 2016 or 17 however mm. 2020 just aggravated a lot because he was just sitting at home and not doing anything so 
that's where it aggravated a lot hmm. and then he 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 went to mumbai uh, again in 2022 starting hmm. i think uh and he stayed there for 3 4 months and then he came back and when he came back he was not the same guy he was mm. very different mm. i mean this mental illness had taken a toll mm. and things like self harm and suicidal threats had started mm-hmm. so neha i'm going to talk about it when when you uh, talk about this more when you mentioned when he came back from bombay he was not the same guy but just tell me this mm-hmm. your brother had a dream of becoming an actor and he was he was pursuing theater for a long time yeah and the covid hit and that was yeah. one of the very challenging times for your family yeah you also mentioned that you guys came to know that he was suffering from when he went to a psychiatrist he was suffering from somatoform i'm going to talk yeah. about somatoform ask more about it but just tell me as a middle class family you mm-hmm. have your brother mm-hmm. who dreams mm-hmm. of going to a city and becoming an actor and was already preparing for it how much mm-hmm. was the pressure on the family and him to deliver specifically because as we were talking yesterday the middle class pressures after a certain age become too much to handle so i mean i can talk about my family and i would not like to comment on anybody else but i think yes the general thing in india that if you if you're a boy i mean it's all your responsibility to take care of the parents so we yes. are two sisters and one brother and brother being the youngest um and my dad was a government servant he retired by the time my it was age for my brother to you know take care of things and help mm-hmm. in the family uh but he aspired to be an actor and him being my youngest i was there to support i was okay and i'm not me and my sister are not those typical uh, yeah. you know middle class indian mental with the middle, middle class indian mentality that it's our brother's job however yeah. you know sometimes these things take a toll on you and you're like it's not only my responsibility it's your responsibility as well so yeah. we used to have that kind of argument with our brother once in 6 months 8 months my, maybe because as sisters we were also scared that god forbid something happens to my parents who's yeah. going to take care of my brother you know mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's easy said than done then i will take care of everything forever i won't i won't be able to and as sisters you want we wanted him to be settled and earning and everything but uh, i've heard i don't know i have not had any first hand experience that theater being a theater artist being an actor it's not it's not a cake walk you need to be mentally very very strong to take that kind of yeah uh, rejection day in day out and then finally yeah. you know one in millions would hit that yashraj films or yeah or yeah that mainstream cinema yeah so so my dad also he used to sometimes say sometimes just you know give him whatever he wants so as a middle class i think we we tried our best you know not to put that pressure but there is a unsaid pressure which every boy or every male in india or abroad has yes to take care of the family when he grows yes. up yeah so so i think that was that was there and then i think 2016 or 17 he got to know that i mean 
now that we relate back we think it was somato from from that time however it aggravated in 2019 mm-hmm. and then last stage came around 2022 mm-hmm. 2021 mm-hmm. so are you saying neha that the step that he took end it all was not just his dreams that he was wanting to pursue but it was something else in the process that it, when he went to a psychiatrist the psychiatrist mm-hmm. told him that he had somatoform so was did the dreams aggravate or create somatoform or somatoform was much before he actually decided to be an actor honestly sujita i'm not i'm not well versed on this mental health uh, issue or psychiatric yeah. or uh, yeah. medical reason to it however yeah. i what to the best of my knowledge somatoform can be a uh, in incident in the past which is you know which you are carrying in your heart or um, your brain yeah. or it can be partially um, genetic as well so when we got to know that he has somatoform and we googled it mm-hmm. we think that it was coming from generations mm-hmm. maybe our grandfather also had it but mm-hmm. at that time this psychiatric thing and mental health was not as big so we always used to think that he's seeking attention however mm-hmm. with our brother in being in this age we got to know yeah. that there's a term yeah. for somatoform but uh, somehow there was no acceptance he somehow could not accept it um uh, i think he was a hero <laughs> knowing yeah. it all from yeah. 2019 and trying to handle it all by himself and you know not letting his parents or his sisters know just because he didn't want to add extra burden or extra pressure on us um, mm. by us knowing that he's suffering from something like this i think that take took a toll on him he was just trying to handle all by himself and he did it very well i kid you not if you would mm. meet him yeah you would yeah. not believe that this boy is going through anything and you know sometimes people take it as as a wrong thing that you know you're not doing anything in life but how are you so cheerful about it why are you not stressed mm-hmm. about it you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah so so yeah it was a negative thing which we used to think but that guy was carrying himself with a lot of stress but not showing anything at all on his face so yeah that is that is actually you know that that's something that needs to be everyone around in the family needs to be worried about when you know when no one is actually showing it on their face and actually go out there and do something like this you also mentioned neha that there were multiple times when he was very vocal about it and he said that you're not understanding me and i'm going to die and that was not something that was even you guys took seriously uh so suchita that was like the last 6 8 months Mm. it's not that we didn't take it seriously but mm. as a family or as a caregiver of a patient so basically mm. we got to know in the last 6 8 months that there's something also matter from yeah. at that time it had taken a lot already from him and he had reached that stage where it it went to so self harm and saying things being very vocal about i'm going to end it mm. um, but i mean i'm sure it was it was something that he was not able to handle now he handled it enough 
with all the strength he had he handled it enough and then that's when he became vocal and as caregivers i feel there's not enough support in india yeah. or not enough space given for people to talk about it um, so we didn't know like beyond the yeah. point we're all humans yeah. if i'm not educated enough to handle a mental illness patient yeah yeah i'm a normal human who goes to office takes care of kids and in the back of my mind i know there is a there is my brother yeah. who's who can self harm any time and my parents are alone in india handling him obviously i'll be scared or yeah. on the point i'll get frustrated that if you want to do it please do it you know stop yeah. scaring me yeah so it was i think it was human and none yeah. of us wanted yes. him to actually do it we were just you know saying that stop scaring us we have a solution we have therapist yeah. this thing can be solved let's yeah. face it let's accept it let's go that was the best knowledge we had at that time yeah yeah uh, to be given or to be you know but maybe it was it had passed that stage where he could accept it yeah as you mentioned yeah very rightly that and because i'm also a caregiver as you mentioned very rightly that there is not enough understanding there is not enough infrastructure there is not enough help there is not mm-hmm. enough space for a caregiver to even understand uh in our country that what mm-hmm. can they do in situations like that who is the first person they should call what are the helpline numbers that they should reach and can a helpline mm-hmm. number even help them in the middle of the night yeah yeah absolutely absolutely true it's see uh, even if he was going to a psychiatrist we still mm. need to need to take a appointment we need to go and the psychologist a uh, psychiatrist has to go to a psychologist for therapy sessions and everything mm. but uh, my thought of being suicidal is not going to come as per the psychiatrist uh, appointment right it can come anytime yeah, yeah. it can come anytime and um, there should be a helpline you know <laughs> on yes. my phone where i can call any time and say that boss i'm not feeling okay i need help yeah and and enough space in the society to say it's okay to have mental illness it is as bad as you know somebody being diagnosed from cancer so yeah. sometimes i feel you know if if he had a physical illness the society the relatives the friends even yeah. me we would have been much more you know caring then how we were in in a situation like this yes so yes, we do I'm not totally. understand because we are not educated enough yeah. to understand that was it is as bad as that that person yeah. is not doing it for seeking attention he's not able or she is not able to handle it anymore so yes. i mean i obviously when you go through all this you understand that after basically i feel after such a harsh thing happens to you you become much more understanding for such things i was not i was not yeah. because i was not even given enough time so all that happened was and you were not even here raneha you were not here yeah so 6 8 months my family my office my kids yeah. Yeah. and then a stress back home it yeah. took a toll on me i i am a changed person yeah. so as much as the patient needs help i feel the caregivers also need education so Absolutely. this is something that you know we should be open about talking 
in offices in schools in universities that boss it is it is okay it is okay to talk it is okay to accept that my friend is going through depre- depression or my friend has ocd i am not supposed to joke about it it can be a issue yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. somebody has lost something they might be going through ptsd so yeah so these things should be openly told and hence my post on linkedin the idea was just to face it it took me 8 months and believe me every time somebody commented on it i read through the post again and i cried again i'm just saying you know it took me 6 8 months and the post was on his birthday because that day i think i had to face it that it has happened to me it has happened to him and i need to face it but if i can save somebody somewhere yeah by saying that i'm okay to accept it and you know we people should talk about it it's it's not something that we should just talk under closed doors yeah and from the time this happened to me i've been very vocal to my friends about it or i'm i have become an advocate of telling you know people that it's okay to talk about mental health but somehow i was feeling if i i am not able to talk about my family then it's not right on my part to give you know education or gyan to anybody else and hence that mm. post yeah. i will face it. and then i have all the right to tell you that you can face it as well yeah yeah no it's not easy it's very 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 tough and i don't know what how tough would that be for your parents you know it is it is such a heart wrenching thing to lose your child and the child who's with you you know at that point how are your parents doing how's your father doing mother doing they are in delhi they live here uh, my parents were in delhi um, yeah. but uh, i got them here because obviously it would not have been easy for them to stay in the same house so yes. i got them here for four five months and now they're uh, with my sister in new zealand mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it's it's not easy it's not easy i mean if i was stressed staying so far away yeah so i can't even imagine what my mom and dad were going through day in day out to see their son going through this yeah. however i mean again it's the same thing they they didn't know they didn't know yes. how to handle a situation like this my mom was just giving him yes 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 you are right for everything my dad on the other hand was saying no you're not understanding some days he will give yes some days he will say no it's your fault you you're not understanding but none of them actually could take it that it's a medical issue you know we need to face it sometimes we have to take hard steps for it sometimes we need to accept it or as family there are a few things which we can do to help but we didn't know all the time we were just scared my parents were just scared that what if tomorrow morning we wake up and he's taken a step because they they were seeing it he has had enough and they agree to it that he's fought it like a hero he has fought it like a hero it was not that you know what to know and he just did it he fought it for like 3 4 5 years mm. and that's when it was like that's it i can't i can't handle it anymore mm. do you think that if he would have been working as an actor he would the pressure would not be there i'm not sure suchita mm. i mean not sure mm. i've heard from people that that industry is i mean it's it's harsh yeah uh, it's harsh and 
you need a lot of mental strength to be present yeah. there it's not only physical strength it takes a yeah. lot from you to get rejected on your face day in day out yeah uh, and definitely it takes a toll on your body and believe me after the post a lot of people came in touch with me and um he he went for one or two therapy therapies uh mm-hmm. which was from a somatoform expert who happened to be a actor as well uh mm-hmm. not a mainstream actor but she she was an actor and she also called me after his therapy saying that you know neha he wants to be there but it's not easy i've been there okay. and it's 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 very hard so unless you're strong very very strong mentally you will not be able to survive in that industry yeah. so he needs to accept it <laughs> and right now career is not important right now you know his life and his mental well being is much more important so we will talk about career and everything later but let's just uh, focus mm. on on his mental health and a lot of mm. people came in touch with me after the post as well and they said the same thing that uh, that industry is harsh <laughs> so yeah. you need you can't you can't survive there with uh yeah unless you're very strong mentally yeah. so yeah are you are your parents do you think what do you suggest in terms of therapy for caregivers or reaching out for help for your own self and your parents okay i feel first of all therapy comes as a second step yeah um everyone should be educated it it should be a program in schools uh, definitely yeah. after a certain age that yeah. or maybe there is a, there should be a chapter in bio books like there is a chapter yeah. for every other illness that yeah this is this is how it happens and this is how it should be where people should be aware yeah. and there should be helplines for the patients there should be helplines for the caregivers where they yeah. can freely call and speak their heart out and i would request all friends families yeah. to be much more much more considerate towards mental health patients yeah. not not every yeah. mental health issue is depression not every mental health issue is anxiety there yeah. are much much bigger problems than depression and anxiety yes depression becomes a part of all mental health issues but that's not the only issue there are there are other things as well so we should be spend some time on reading there are helplines like um, somebody got in touch with me there's a helpline called uh, listeners mm-hmm. they have an app and uh, they they are educating people they're creating a team of listeners where you can mm-hmm. just call and talk to them anonymously you don't need to t- share your name and details and everything so there mm-hmm. are people doing stuff but i don't think it's like it's a mainstream thing where uh, a lot of people know about it so <laughs> we should be much more vocal and i feel the corporates should have uh, these kind of trainings and uh, i you won't believe even in my office when people read the post a lot of them messaged me that you know mm. i feel similar things but i never thought that it can be that that serious you know yeah so yeah. I feel in today's world a lot of people have a lot of issues a lot of yes. stress never pay attention to it yes yes that's true neha you mentioned it took a huge toll on you after this and you were a different person mm-hmm. after the incident do you want to sort of say what you battled and how are you feeling now 
तो सोचे था आई मीन आई लॉस माई ब्रदर आई यूज टू बीकेम एज माई ओल्डेस्ट सन एंड ही न्यू दैट ही माई वीकनेस it it was very hard it was very hard to accept that this has happened with us you know you were grown up as three siblings and we yes. were all three friends and yeah. uh, like we never needed other friends because we three were like the best of friends when something like this happened believe me before even this incident when i got to know and i went to india to see my brother it took a toll on me to see him like this in that state because for me he was like a lively guy who, who could make anybody laugh who was you know the the hero in all the parties mm-hmm. and anywhere any gathering he was the positive energy we we had so it was hard on us i had two kids when you have stress i mean they are the easiest one to vent out because they will yes. not talk back yes so i became a mom who's who's very ang- anxious on time on cleanliness and everything and thankfully i had support system i had great friends and my husband was very supportive um, he took me for therapies he took me for healings and i i faced it that yes yes i'm suffering it's not my kids who are creating the problem it's me it's within me and that's what i'm taking it out on everybody my colleagues for every small thing for my on my kids on my husband so i think facing it is very important and i did it and right now also sharing the story again and again it's not easy however i feel i feel if i can save somebody by by saying it again and emphasizing it again that it's okay yeah. to talk it is yeah. okay to say that i'm not okay it is okay mm-hmm. to take a break from office one day and say that you know i need peace it is okay to take time out from your kids from your husband it's okay to find that one friend who you can talk to without thinking what will he think about my family it's fine yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. totally fine it yeah. is okay to all those helplines and say that i don't feel okay or yeah. go to a therapist do not feel oh, if my neighbor will see going to a psychiatrist or a psychologist he's going to judge yeah. you it's okay <laughs> he's not yeah. going to come and take care of your family if you gone correct Correct, correct, Neha. You are very brave, and to even share this is not easy, Neha. If you had to, if you had to go back, and you think you can change something, or if there is somebody facing a similar situation, what would you ideally suggest, advise, or go back and do? If there is any one or two things at that point. I think the therapy or the help I seek mm-hmm. after the incident, I would have started seeking it before. You know, the moment I got to know my brother is suffering, and I, I am suffering because I can't can't see him suffering. I should have started taking help from that time, so that I know I am okay to take care of him. Mm-hmm. I think I I took it took a toll on me, and I, mm-hmm. I just gave it gave it to him. and he was already suffering i didn't know mm. and my only request to people would be educate yourself about it mm. <laughs> and it's my humble request to all the boys and men mm. it's okay to talk you know mm. i i feel girls somehow are still females are okay you know we go to our friends we talk we cry we just vent it out 
However, yeah. men, they are just tuned not to cry. They are tuned yeah. not to talk about it. And that's not fair. You know, you are equally human yeah. like we are. You know, yeah. it's not your responsibility to take care of the family. It's not a son's responsibility to take care of the family. It is equally a daughter's responsibility. And, you know, do not take that unnecessary pressure on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, very well put, Neha. Very well put. And such an important point that you should have considered taking therapy so you can help your brother. Such an important point. We don't think about that. We do not think in those lines at all. I'm so grateful, yeah. Neha, you shared the story. And uh, it is not easy. I I can understand how difficult it is. And I, I will pray and... Uh, I hope that your parents, your family, you get back soon and um, be you're already very brave. So, yeah, all my prayers for you. Thank you Thank for you. sharing it. Thank you. One of the various takeaways from this episode is that if you know someone close who is suicidal, get help for that person, but also get help for yourself so you can keep yourself strong. There are many caregivers, support groups, we have covered episodes on caregivers in the SOS show. Please browse through them. There are many WhatsApp groups. Please connect with us. We can get you added if you're a caregiver. And do not lose hope. Act promptly if you see a situation going out of your hand. We have helplines provided in the description.